If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. Spartan Pride Podcast. Fans First Sports Network. Jonathan Shop with you midweek. We go around college football. What a busy week. No doubt the top story in the sport remains what's going on at Michigan. And we wanted to see what would happen today and what would happen Wednesday uh, was a little bit silly. Michigan sends a response to the Big Ten and their notice of disciplinary action. Included in that is some kind of... It's almost like a... It's it's really strange. It's almost like it's a threat, like, well, we're going to get super lawyers to battle you. And then there's a report that, well, other schools in the league were doing it to us. What in the world does that have to do with what Michigan did? Tony Petiti and the Big Ten powers that be, they will be deciding on one thing. What Michigan did, not what anybody else did. And then I'm really disappointed to see 11 Michigan lawmakers try to stick their nose in it. It is essential that the Big Ten Conference not take any disciplinary action against the University of Michigan until the final results of its own, or more appropriately, the NCA investigation are officially announced. Part of the letter read, Who in the hell are these people? And who in the world do they think they are telling the Big Ten how to run their how to run their conference, how to run their business. There's nothing else that these folks could find to do in Michigan. I don't care what school's involved. Get out of the sport and stay out of the sport. Let the Big Ten run its own business. Holy cow. But what I see here from Michigan in response is pretty much, it kind of looks like exactly the opposite of what you would want to do. The idea that you're going to run around and say, hey, 
we're not the only ones that did it. Somebody did it to us. What's that, supposed to be some kind of a defense? The response Michigan filed to the Big Ten is going to serve as an example, more likely an example of what not to do if this ever should come up again. The Big Ten is behind in this, but it sounds like they're finally getting it there. The first step, and I really don't, I just, I'm more worried about the 1,000 kids plus that Michigan went up against the last two years and this year. I'm more worried about them than I am the coach. I don't care if Harbaugh was suspended yesterday or suspended tomorrow. That doesn't matter. The competitive integrity is the interest that I have and that college football fans across the country have. But holy cow, talk about making it worse. Talk about sticking your foot in your mouth. Who put that response together for the University of Michigan? It's likely to go down in history as one of the bigger gaffes in this entire massive scandal that competes a daily basis. It competes with itself to get bigger and bigger. Most recently with this weird business Connor Stallions has with Blake Corum out of Wyoming. Whoa. That doesn't go so well when people are like, I have no idea anything was going on. Nor does the video that's come out about Michigan coordinators, play callers on the sidelines suddenly changing plays quite quickly. Doesn't look good. None of it looks good. The response of Michigan looks kind of childish and really ridiculous. And now it's up to the Big Ten powers that be and Tony Petiti to get the ball rolling. I would expect we will see the ball to get rolling. And once it starts rolling, look out for a massive snowball ahead. We're going around the world of college football. No question what that top story is. There is some other really interesting stuff going on relative to playoff, uh, postseason games, and college athlete rights. We're going to talk about those next, and we're going to give you a pick six on this edition of the Spartan Pride Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Andrew Locke, Desmond Howard, and as one report put it, a delegation of former college football players. They went to the White House on Wednesday to actually speak with President Biden and officials from his administration about the rights of college athletes. This is probably a win-win for everybody. This is an issue that is going to continue to exist as long as the mess is being made. I honestly don't like this a whole lot. We've got too many things going on at once. We've got athletes' rights, which kind of 
They need a seat at the table. They need to be heard. We've got the wild, wild west of the NIL, which is way out of control and is ruining college football and really threatening to ruin uh, college basketball pretty quickly. And you've got the people trying to administer the sport. There's just uh, too many messy things going on. This sport really, especially the revenue-making sports, especially basketball and football, they really got behind the eight ball about 10 years ago when they didn't see this coming and didn't really do anything about it. How does this look in the future? What if college football has to share 30% of the money with players? What? It, that's not college football anymore, is it? I don't think so. Who knows if this is the president or the administration that can help get this organized and cleaned up, but it's the first time something like this has happened, as far as I know. So maybe it's a good thing, but the larger concern I have is there are too many competing interests in a sport, specifically college football, that's wackily way out of control, way out of control right now, needs a calming, organizing force. I'm not sure the federal government is the best for that, although it's okay that they listen that, hey, players have rights yet. Yeah, that's fine. Now that that's on the table, let's go try to figure out a way to clean up the sport that's gone and run wild. And this is a bad era for college football that's going to probably be looked at horribly. That, of course, presuming things get better before they get worse. Another big piece of news has to do with who can play in those postseason bowl games, typically the Senior Bowl. The other all-star games filled with college seniors or guys that are out of eligibility is now going to open up to underclassmen. This is a real big deal. NFL draft-eligible juniors will be allowed to play in all three of those games. We're talking East-West Shrine, Senior Bowl, and the HBCU Legacy Bowl are all invite-only. They're basically showcases, as we know. There are a few others um, that are not going to be allowed to invite juniors, the College Gridiron Showcase, the Tropical Bowl, the Hula Bowl. So basically there's three that the NFL has decided, hey, maybe we can try guys that are coming out early. Um, this is interesting. You know, about a decade ago, underclassmen that had graduated, they said, okay, they are eligible for these games. Now all draft-eligible underclassmen will be eligible to, to participate. Um, that's a massive change. It's probably great for the NFL. I don't know how it can help college football. All that's probably going to do is encourage more guys to go early. Well, if I go early and I have a good senior bowl, maybe I can get drafted. Okay, let's see how that works. So hopefully these decisions and selections and invitations are sent out wisely, and hopefully kids do not make the mistake of going to the NFL before they're ready. Boy, we saw an example of a player that probably went to the NFL before he was ready on Monday night. If you saw the NFL Monday night football game, you probably got a pretty good idea of who I'm talking about. But this is a big change, and it is something that we will see really quickly. If anything, I think it's going to encourage more guys to go out early, which is probably not good for most players, and it's probably not good for college football. But it's another sign of the times that the sport, whew, the sport is really really a rudderless ship right now with no leadership spartan pride podcast around college football we go on the fans first sports network 
families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Though college football continues to be a mess, the game is still pretty good. That's why millions and millions tune in each week, and that's probably why you're listening to this thing. Now let's talk about six this weekend that really are good. Not only good, they are the most interesting college football games ever this week. Oh, the scoring festival that is going to happen in Iowa City on Saturday afternoon. Rutgers at Iowa. Now why would this game be on the list? Well, the Big Ten West is what it is, and Iowa is where it is. Iowa sits atop the Big Ten West by a game. Could they really be the best team in the West? That's hard to say. You wouldn't think so. Rutgers doesn't have something to say about it. Rutgers is 6-3, and three, bowl eligible, rolling right in the middle of the Big Ten East. This one is going to be sneaky good and definitely worth checking out. Utah... At Washington, another 330. Utes ranked 18th. Huskies 5th ranked in the country. A lot of eyes are going to fly on this one. Utah is 4-2. and two. They are two games behind in the Pac-12 standings. But if Washington were to slip up here, oh, what an interesting middle in late November it would be for the teams out west. The best team in the country has been without question the last couple of years, and Georgia still near the top right now. Ole Miss is coming to Georgia this Saturday night. This, to me, is the most likely loss on the Georgia schedule that we could possibly really see during the 2023 season. If they're going to lose in Athens, if Georgia's going down, I think there's probably a better chance it's this week to Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss than any. And folks, in case you're asleep at the wheel, and I doubt that you are if you listen to this show, Lane Kiffin is going to be a candidate for Michigan State's head coaching job. Whether he has any interest or not, I don't know. Whether he is going to consider taking that job, I don't know. But you would be ridiculous to think Lane Kiffin is not a real good candidate for the head coaching job at Michigan State. That's our first three. The next one is no doubt high noon, Michigan at Penn State. If Penn State can't get Michigan now, when are they ever going to get them? That place is going to be jacked. What kind of start does Michigan have? Us against the world, that's all Michigan can go on right now. They're basically playing games that are very, very likely going to be forfeited. They're not even going to be vacated. They're going to be forfeited, turned into losses. Not sure what they can bring. This one lines up well. 
for Penn State, and they need it in a really, really big way. The state of Florida used to be dominant in college football, used to have three dominant programs. They don't have that now. Six and three Miami is going to Tallahassee to Florida State. Florida State is knocking on the door. Featuring former Spartan Keon Coleman, they're nearly knocking on the door of the college football playoff. They are 9-0 atop the ACC. This is going to be another one that you are not going to want to miss. you got to keep an eye out on this one. It's going to be interesting. Does Miami have anything? And if they don't, do they just get run out of the gym by the Knowles? Late night. Autzen Stadium. It's going to be jacked. Southern Cal at Oregon. Southern Cal 5 and 2, Oregon 5 and 1 in the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever you want to call it, Pac-10 forever. You know, yeah, Southern Cal's fallen on their face a little bit two of the last three ball games actually. And then remember they beat Cal in like four overtimes by one. Southern Cal's down. They know they're down. They fired the defensive coordinator. They also know that this is it. This is their season. If they don't find a way to beat Oregon, they're out of this thing. And folks, that is a spread from noon to past midnight for those of us that are going to keep rocking with Southern Cal at Oregon. is going to be on this week. Sometimes you've got a pick six that's more on interest than on um, consequence and implications of playoffs and conferences not this week this week is a pretty good one that's the most interesting ball games on a good slate we call it the pick six this is the spartan pride podcast you're on a fans first sports network middle of the week we go around college football we did that today there is no question what the lead story in the sport is there is a question whether there will be any update to that Before we speak again on Friday, when we preview Michigan State and Ohio State, Spartans going to Columbus, 7.30 NBC. We'll preview that one next time on the Spartan Pride Podcast. I'm Jonathan Schopp. Thanks for your time. And go ahead and check out, check around the Fans First Sports Network. I will see you soon.